Well, cigarettes could be insulated from the full impacts of inflation with documents showing New Zealand First Minister Casey Costello is seeking advice on the idea. Currently, tobacco excise has increased each year in line with the Consumer Price Index, or CPI. RNZ has seen Ministry of Health documents that say the Associate Health Minister wants advice on a three-year freeze on CPI-related excise increases for smoked tobacco and removing the excess tax from smokeless tobacco products where the tobacco is heated to a vapour rather than burned. Earlier, Casey Costello told Morning Report she is seeking advice on a range of options of how to get addicted smokers to quit. I'm looking at the group of New Zealanders that are addicted to tobacco. This is a demographic that is carrying a burden of an addiction and continuing to financially burden them. I, I think there should be you know, looking at those options, whether there is an opportunity to ease that burden. Well, public health professor at the University of Otago, Janet Hook, joins us now. Kia ora, good morning. Cura, Corin. Okay, I guess the argument here is that there have been steep increases in the excise tax on uh, cigarettes over recent years and recent governments. Some very big jumps, and obviously inflation's running fairly high at the moment as well. Has it reached the point, as Casey Costello seems to be arguing, that it is just such a burden for those who can't quit that it's unfair to increase it more? Look, I think uh, we need to focus very strongly on people who smoke and support those people to quit. Um, but what we need to do is not uh, make tobacco a- effectively a-, a cheaper product than it would be if those consumer price index uh, increases applied to it. And what the Minister really needs to do is to go back and look at the evidence that she already has. And she has very powerful legislation in place right now. Uh, That legislation went through an incredibly extensive consultation process. Uh, It's very robust. It's got good modelling underpinning it. And we know that it's going to help people who smoke to quit smoking. So if she is concerned about the financial burden on people who smoke, then she needs to put in place measures that are going to help those people to quit smoking. And she's got the legislation in place. She needs to get on and implement it rather than think about repealing it. But if someone's already paying 35 bucks, 40 bucks for a packet of cigarettes now, which seems an extraordinary amount... Uh, is putting up the price another 2 or $3 going to stop them? I mean, they're clearly at a, at a point of the addiction where the price isn't stopping them. Um, well, I, I think for um, many people, we know that they want to quit, and those small stimuli-like increased prices are often the triggers that will get people to make a quit attempt. So I think that it's very important to have those price increases continuing. But at the same time, what we need to do is to put in place much more effective strategies to try and help people to quit. So we could hypothecate that tax, for example, make sure that it's used to support services and measures that could wrap around those people who are currently smoking and finding it more challenging to quit. So that is a measure that the Minister could also consider using the tax and actually uh, putting in place measures that are going to be more powerful for those people who are struggling to quit. I'm reading through Guyan's report, there seemed to be some suggestion there too that one of the options being looked at, and all this is just being looked at as, as the Minister was reiterating, was around these other uh, smokeless tobacco products, or, or the, the so the vaping or the vaporisation of tobacco, or heating tobacco, I should say. So it's not vaping. That's one option. 
Uh, other things like chewing tobacco, is that right, that we don't currently allow? What, what do you make of these ideas that would they help or provide options for people trying to get off smoking tobacco? Look, I think before we do anything to expand the market of nicotine products that we currently have, we need to have really strong evidence that these products are actually going to help people to stop smoking completely. And we also need evidence that those products um, pose fewer risks than, than smoking. And at the moment, we just don't have that evidence. So the World Health Organization last year uh, issued a really detailed report and they called on countries, and I'm quoting from that report now, to ensure that they continue their focus on evidence-based measures to reduce tobacco use and that they seek to avoid being distracted from tobacco industry actions to promote novel and emerging tobacco products such as heated tobacco products. So I think rather than look at expanding the market to include these higher risk uh, products uh, as far as their effects on smoking cessation are concerned, what we need to do is to move and implement the measures for which we already have a robust evidence base. And they are measures like denicotinisation and reducing the availability of tobacco by making it uh, available from fewer outlets. Thank you very much for your time. That is Public Health Professor at the University of Otago, Janet Hook.